Welcome back to episode 157, I think, of Your Best You Starts Here. And Nigel, in between episodes there, um, you know, we've just done 156. In between episodes, I nearly forgot the episode number. And you said you had an idea as to where we were going on this one. So this is going to be half of just the listeners who aren't watching any of our video, but I'll explain like they do on some of those captions. I'm putting up a picture of a line, but it says, pause for thoughts, Nigel Risner's notes. And what I wanted to share today was about being part of your brand and making your stories awakened, refreshed, changed, so that people know that you're behind your story. So, you know, people often say, why do I... The best line I heard recently was, was my office behind me a green screen? And I went, no, this is this is my office. And, you know, people go, it's got the chief zookeeper, and it's got chief monkey, and it's got Nigel Risner. Because I'm part of the brand, and I'm proud of what I've built up, and I'm proud to put it out there. And lots of people aren't proud of their name or they're not proud of what they've accomplished. And this is different to last week's episode of, you know, this negative connotation. People buy people. They buy what you have to offer. And they want to know who's behind the brand. Well, it's pretty obvious, you know, I talk about animals and I talk about um, being the best version of yourself, which we both talk about in different ways. So the question is, why are you scared to put yourself out there? Why are you scared not to put your name out there on LinkedIn, social media? And, you know, we've got more social media than ever before. 95% of it is all free in a way to publicize what you do, providing that they get to see who's behind that. So, you know, I was listening to an interview yesterday on the radio about lists of 10 and it was about, you know, when you go into a newspaper, when you go on the newspaper or you even go on Amazon, and I'll say that quite clearly, and I say these are the top 10, 99.9% are affiliate linked and are paid for by somebody. So how do you know if they're genuine? Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you want, and the guy was talking about walking shoes. You know, if you want walking shoes, in theory, somebody should have 10 random people trying 30 pairs of shoes over six months and then you find out do they last are they durable whatever and so you don't know if you know shoe company a is paying to be on the list newspapers are getting revenue so even when it's independent we're now finding it it's not independent which which is one of the consumer magazines which is independent is a paid for subscription and you would hope that is independent but you've now got this thing called trustworthiness in publication, trustworthiness yeah. when you're on stage. So when you're on stage, Neil, and I've seen, you've done some amazing talks over the last couple of weeks, I've seen some of the videos and the feedback. Are we in integrity and are the audience saying, is that person sharing that message and is that his brand? Yeah. And, and I'm saying this in a nice way because I'm not perfect in any shape or form, but since my brain aneurysm, which was, I can't believe it's five years next month, since my brain aneurysm, I've worked, you know, I spend my time trying to work for a cause, not applause. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to put myself out there because financially I'm in a slightly better position. You know, I'm now 59. 
I'm mortgage-free. My life seems to work. I was about to say my kids have left home, but half of them have come home and added a grandchild. <laughs> so I, I now need a bigger house. I thought I was downsizing. I now need bigger. But my life is working in a different way. But I feel that I'm in integrity with my brand because this is who I am. Yeah. And I admit I mess up. The question is, when people buy into you, are they buying you? Are they buying somebody else? Are they buying what they think it could be? And I think 2022 is going to be a year where integrity, brand choice, um, consumerism, because people are still going to have money, but interest rates will be rising. Uh, when this recording comes out, we'll have just found out that interest rates in the UK didn't go up, but they will be very soon. Yep. And so whilst we've got the lowest interest rates ever, rates are going to start changing and there's going to be slightly less money in people's pockets. So they're going to be a bit tougher where they spend their money. Inflation will go up and that's not all being negative, but I want to make sure that when I'm on stage or I'm doing a podcast, I'm being real. Yeah. So people know that, you know, if they order a book, they'll get it, yep. you know, and, and, it, and it's going to get signed by me, not by some machine. You know, I'm so excited when I sign a book, First of all, someone wants to buy one of my books. Then they want my signature. I'm proud of that. But I'd hate to think someone thought, I wonder if he's actually signing it. Yeah. And a couple of days ago, I had a phone call. Someone said, we knew it was, a, we knew you must have signed it because you spelled my name wrong. I went, <laughs> that was probably me. <laughs> Did you know the, the really funny thing for me, when my, when my first book came out, you know, and people were saying, how do I get a signed copy? I'm thinking, they're brand new books. Do you really want me to write in them? You know, it's kind of like, I, I don't know. I, I never... First of all, I never sort of envisaged myself as having a book. You know, if you'd said to me as a kid, you're going to be a published author, you're like, no, I'm not. You know, so it's not something, it's something I'm very proud of, but it's not something I necessarily saw coming. What I also didn't see coming was people going, yeah, well, we want to sign copy, Neil, you know? Um, I mean, I'm, you know I'm actually... You people want to sign copy? Because they want to take a bit of you home, and this validates that not only are we... We're not just buying the book to put on the shelf, which is what we call shelf development... We want to see a bit of you because we want to buy into you. Yep. Yep. Well, we I mean, just, we just struggle on that based on last week's episode. What? They want a bit of me. Yeah. They, they've actually buy my book or they're just doing it. And I've seen a number of authors that they've got a book, but don't promote it in case somebody buys it. Yep. Yeah, well, I mean, well, you, 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 you know, you're you're off to the Seychelles, or well, will be when people are listening to this. Or in fact, you might be back by the time people listen to this. I'll be back. Um, between now and people listening to this episode, I'll have been speaking at the National Space Centre, which I'll be quite honest, I didn't know that we had one until in I got booked to speak there. No, Leicester. Leicester. Yeah, yeah, but Junction 21, A22, yeah. Yeah, okay. so I'm, I'm speaking there on, on Wednesday. Um, and the the event organisers for that actually wanted wanted people to have my book so badly, they bought a copy for every single person that's attending. You know, so so one of the things I'm hoping I can do, so this is this is me putting this out there. I haven't shared this with anybody yet. But one of the things I'm hoping I can do is get a selfie with every single audience member holding my book. No, no. Because I've never gonna, done that before. It, no, I've never done that before. We're going to make it happen. We're going to make it happen. So that's so, my plan. No, but how, how interesting is that? Bearing in mind last week's episode of our negative self-talk, our positive self-talk is, how cool is this? I'll have just, by the time you've done your speech, I'll be flying back from the dream gig. Yep. And I have a suite on Qatar Airways. I mean, it, it doesn't get much That's better. That's that, fancy. Is that like the suite with the shower and everything as well? Uh, yeah, but you only allowed 15 minutes. All right. When yeah, I but, said that, I'm thinking, how long do people spend in a shower? I, I don't know. I don't know, but a shower on an aircraft, <laughs> yeah. like you'd have but to use it, right? You'd you have to use it. 15 minutes. Uh, uh, 
I mean, I'll just be excited to have a... Yeah, just I to know you can doing, get in it. It doesn't even matter if the water's you know, cold. You know, I won't be doing a selfie, <laughs> just for the record. No, 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 please don't. Please don't. You but might, it, you might not amazing. look a day over 58, but we still don't need to see it, right? <laughs> but isn't it amazing how, you know, we, we want to be a part of our brain. We want the world to see what we're about. And then there's still a group of people, and there'll be some people listening to our episode going, yeah, but is that showing off? Well, it might be to some people, but if you want to show off, you've got to show up. And yep. in order to show up, you need to be proud of your brand. Yep. So I'm asking everyone, if you had a book, I, I was involved in a chief exec group doing a, a, an exercise called, what would the first line of your eulogy be? Mm-hmm. In order for that to be creative, what do you need to let go of? And with the space that you've let go of, what would you enhance? Well, I wasn't ready for this exercise, but my eulogy line was, since his brain aneurysm, he's done everything he said he'd do. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I had that near moment, didn't quite flatline, but I had that moment of this might be it. And I've never, and I've wanted to make sure I do everything that I said I was going to do. Yep. Most yep. people don't have that opportunity, but still live their life, you know, I, I want to do this. Well, why aren't you doing it? Well, because I'm going to live forever. Well, I thought that at 55. Yeah, I've I've done um, I've done some closed eye processes in some of the events that I've run, where I've got people to kind of you know fast forward their life a little bit and then write their eulogy at the end of it, like put the lights back up a bit and you know right now now you're going to write you know your eulogy for your own funeral based on what you're going to do between now and then. And obviously no one knows when that's going to be. No one knows how many years they've got. So do you know the story about Alfred Nobel on this? No. Okay, so his brother died, Alfred Nobel, okay? And unfortunately they printed about Alfred Nobel at the time, who was the creator of Dynamite. And it was all about destruction. And, And I don't know how much of this story is exactly correct, but he said, I don't want to be remembered for dynamite. I want to be remembered for peace. So he created the Alfred Nobel Peace Prize. Okay. Now, can we... Oh, no, it's gone. I thought there was a problem at the door. <laughs> so so his he got a chance to see his eulogy, but it was his brother's death. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. So they got it wrong. So he's one of the few people who've actually seen what people thought of him. And, and then God, I want this to say something else. Yeah. Yeah. So he created his eulogy based on what he thought people thought of him while he was living. Now, I don't want anybody on here listening to our podcast to be going to that place, but just think about your brand, your message. What do you want people to know about you? But are you being your brand 98% of the time? There are times my wife says, you know, we're at an airport and she'll say, you know, you can take your monkey mask off now. I'll say, this is just my face. You, know, you don't have to be on brand all the time. But do you know what? Do you, do you know what? Do you know what I actually think brand is? Go for it. What people say about you when you're not there. Yeah. 100%. So, so you know, the whole being on brand, you know, it, it's what your brand is, is how people think you really are, not how you pretend to be, not how you show up. And, you know, there's been a lot of talk over the last, what, 18 months or so about wearing masks. Okay. And by that, I'm talking physical masks, face coverings. But how many people walk around with a mask on anyway? 
Like, you know, depending on the group of people I'm with, you see one version of me. Depending on who I'm with next, you see a different version of me. And don't get me wrong, there are differences in the way that we show up, for example, for our kids versus our significant other versus people we work with versus our mates that we, you know, go to sport with. or We are going to show up slightly differently. But like 95% of who we are is the same regardless of the circumstances we're in. If we're being genuine, you know. But you'd want people at any one of those moments, because you never know who's watching you, yep. you know, to be going, he was on brand, whether he was with his kids at the zoo. Yeah, he was, with his, he, he his was being himself. Of- and and yeah. certainly the, the, I use the term loosely celebrities that I've met, you know, as in people that I've met that are in the public eye that everyone listened to this would know who they were if you dropped their name or just about everyone. Um, the ones that I admire and I respect when I've met them and I've spent time with them one-on-one, it's because they're exactly how I thought they were going to be. You know, yeah, they are the person you see on TV. They are the person you've, you know, you've read or listened to. Or they are that person. The disappointing ones are the ones that when you get into a one-on-one situation with them, they're nothing like how you thought they'd be. They're the ones that when they come off stage, they're not the same person they were on stage. Now, again, don't get me wrong, you know, I, I'm like an, well, we're both similar on this. I'm like an energizer bunny on stage. So are you, right? I have a lot of energy anyway, but does it get ramped up more when there's a big room watching me? Of course it does, because that's part of the, the, the performance. That's part of the presentation. That's part of the job, right? You know, if I just went up there as if I was talking to one person, but there's a thousand people in front of me, am I going to have the same impact? No, I'm not. But, but, but it's still me. It's just me turned up a little bit. That's all. I, I did a presentation not that long ago with a big audience, which was great, bearing in mind COVID. And I came off stage and I was absolutely drenched. Yeah, it was there was spotlights, whatever. Yeah. And somebody said, "Can I hug you?" And I kind of went, "You can." And this wasn't about COVID, <laughs> but I was hot, sweaty. And they went, "But I thought you liked hugs." I went, "I do." It's, it, it's just said, I'm a bit hot and sweaty. Yeah. yeah. But, but they went, oh, I thought that was just different persona. I gave this guy the biggest hug in the world. He went, oh, so that is you. I said, oh, that was a bit revolting. I went into my negative self-talk of, I look, feel disgusting. I don't really want that to be the image that you have. Yep. But you know what? Be on brand. Know you've got a brand. Have fun with your brand. And whatever it might be, just know you want to be remembered for doing some good in the world yeah. and adding some value and being a bit special. Well, and, and, I, and I think part of it is be comfortable enough to be yourself without apology. Yeah, always a good way to finish. And I'll see you next week. Absolutely. Enjoy the Seychelles. And uh, yeah, I'll catch you soon. And oh, and by the way, if you're listening to this and you like what we're saying, you know what we want you to do to help us get our brand out further, right? Share this podcast with your friends, share it on social media, all that good stuff. And we will see you next week. Your message, your message. I'll see you very soon.